also, you have champagne taste at Taco Bell. Every time I pick up the label, I'm like, oh, that's going to have to move another, you know, half a millimeter to the left. <laughs> does that, does that happen and we don't know it? Oh, absolutely. Says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. I, I feel like I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR, which isn't very cool. I order a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I, my God. I eat you have a name for it. Listen. <laughs> And I eat it before I leave the parking lot. When I eat carrots, I actually eat the outside first because there's the, oh, the okay. core of the carrot. That's not where I thought it was I going. Know, I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where it was going. Yeah, where did you think it was going to go? Well, Jen, I think it's safe to say with this label that we're going to talk about today, you moved it a little bit more than a millimeter. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> we, we made some good changes. <laughs> Um, all right. I'm excited, Danny. This mm-hmm. is uh, a podcast I've been looking forward to for a few months now. Yeah, we're back. Um, we took a two-week hiatus. Yeah. It's been a little busy around here. Yeah, we've got some things going on, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be the synopsis of today's uh, discussion, I yeah, would say. Yeah, you're all going to find out why we were a little busy for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, and, and it's been in the hopper, I'd say, since October or so. Yeah, it's definitely um, been a long time coming. We it's- knew we knew something like this was coming. We didn't know uh, where or when or what the final feel of it would be, uh, but here we are, and um, I'm pretty excited. So, um, for those, I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna lead into this. Um, what you're gonna title the podcast? Uh, if it's just gonna be Blanc, if it's gonna be, uh, I'll let you get creative with the that. rebrand. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, but here we are, and we're yeah. gonna talk about it today. So um, if you're listening in now, um, you're getting a little bit of a sneak peek uh, for what's coming this weekend, which is uh, a relaunch of the first beer that we ever put in package. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second beer that we ever tried as a team. Well, actually, the first beer we ever tried, the second beer, yeah. Chase, you ever pilot brewed correct. in your garage. So um, we're talking about Blanc. Obviously, um, for those that are familiar with us and, and our lineage, you would, you would know that. Um, and for those that don't, we're going to get into it today. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just want to jump right in. There's, there's, there's no reason to, um, to kind of inch our way into this. Uh, we're going through a full refresh. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of saying refresh because I feel like our brand is still intact. We're not fully rebranding, uh, but we are certainly refreshing what our brand is on a package. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we are rebranding Blanc as far as the taste that consumers may know, right? So um, we have decided to uh, lean really heavily into Blanc. It's, we've kind of been on the fence of it for a while of uh, what this beer looks like in our year-round lineup of beers, of our core beers, um, we decided that um, it is a beer that we feel strongly about. It's a style we all feel strongly about. Um, but what we decided to do with this, uh, after uh, numerous hours of uh, research and market research and digging into what the rest of the country is doing, as well as now Cincinnati and some other things, and we decided uh, to make Blanc... Um, the recipe a little bit different. Chase, you, we'll get into that. You can talk about that. Um, but but the, the, the crux behind it, the idea behind it is we want this beer to stay what it is at its, at its core, which is um, a white ale. Um, and that's about it. Other than that, we, we, kind of, we kind of let you take the reins, Chase. And, and what we got out of this was um, an incredibly refreshing, lighter version of what old, older Blanc was, the original Blanc. Um, the, the, the beer that, that our consumers knew from always being our, on our board, I'm excited because this is a beer that has never come off our tap list in our tap room. Mm-hmm. It's the only beer, as we sit here today, we're recording live from our tap room. Mm-hmm. It is the only beer, when we look at our tap list, that has never come off the board. From day one, we had Blanc. Today, we still have it. However, this weekend, it's going to taste a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase, why don't you just start... Tell us what, uh, at the heart of the beer itself, what is different? Uh, a lot. So it's definitely more of a, I guess what I would say customers would consider more of a traditional Belgian wit style white ale. Um, so I, I say that because it's kind of been forced upon with like Allagash White 
being kind of like that. That's the expectation of what it tastes, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the gold standard of that style. It is. So. I mean, I'm, I'm on record of saying that that when we lived in Chicago, that was pretty much the only beer that was always in my fridge. Yeah, it's yeah. actually my, when I visit Chicago, it's actually my, my go-to. That's pretty much everywhere in the tap rooms, and I, that's my go-to for a, a, a beer that I'm planning on consuming a decent amount of. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, yeah, we, we we took the original Blanc recipe, and, and you know, we were, again, with this decision, it was a lot of conversations that uh, that were in the background about tweaking the recipe, you know, do we, you know, change it? you know, slowly in the next year and to kind of, you know, um, just to get to it to more of a um, drinkable standpoint, less spicy, a little bit less uh, phenolic in your face um, style beer to what uh, the new Blanc is currently. Um, and we decided just to, to just shotgun approach it, change the recipe completely, um, market, brand the hell out of it. And uh, here we are. Yeah. And and looking back now to where we are today, I think it was the right decision. I agree. Tell, yeah, because it would have been, it it would have been a nightmare on the on the production side, and to to get it to where it's at to today, I think it it just would have been more of an, an issue. And you know, to me, this is um, the new version of Blanc is a, a much more palatable uh, beer. It's much more approachable. Uh, you can consume, you know, many of them, even though it's the same alcohol, ABV. Um, as far as the raw material goes, we're putting in uh, some raw uh, red wheat, uh, heavy amount of white wheat, which is always in the in the beer itself, and then a touch of oats. And I changed the, uh, the yeast out as well, um, give it a little bit less phenolic ester um, uh, production and fermentation, uh, lower the bitterness, um, Gave it a touch more body with the oat and the raw wheat. Um, but see, but so you say that to me as the consumer of the beer, not the person who brewed it. As I drink it, it feels less filling. So, yeah. so, so as you talk about the oats giving it more body, mm-hmm. I, I feel what you're saying there as far mm-hmm. as the mouthfeel goes, but it, it absolutely feels much more sessionable, yeah. a little crisper. Um, to your point, I feel as though... If I were sitting around and I was going to, I was going to watch a ball game with you, um, perhaps Colts-Packers, in which the Colts might have won. <laughs> they did. Um, I, would, <laughs> I would consume four of these yeah. um, versus perhaps the original Blanc recipe, yeah. OG Blanc. I feel like I could have one or two. And I don't know if that's spices. Maybe you could speak it to is. that a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely the, the, the spices. I, you know, we, we got really creative with the spices with Blanc. Um, it was, it was, it's always fun to kind of have this unique blend of – spices that I, I'm pretty sure that no one else is really using. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of sexiness to it, and it was, you know, it's very proprietary, and it's just, it was, it was fun creating those, that blend, but it, it was pronounced, and it was, the spice level was there, especially with the, uh, um, especially with the additional esters and phenolics that were produced just naturally in, in fermentation. Um, so, yes, you know, the, the, the original Blanc I, I still like a lot, um, but yeah, it's it was one where you could maybe have one or two, and you know you kind of switch over to a lighter lager for, for myself. I I have said for a while that um, even you know day one when we launched, uh, because you know and Jen, you can speak to this a little bit too. But one of the the beer styles that we all agreed upon uh, when the four of us sat uh, Jen in your house before we opened, it was you know these beers we're going to launch with. Uh, one of the obviously outside of an IPA. The only other one that all of us were adamant we should launch with was a Belgian wheat. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of that came from all of us loving Allagash White and, and mm-hmm. you know, what our competitive market looked like. Um, and even at launch, I said this, and it still holds true, with our, with our original Blanc recipe, it's a beer that I would put, if you're having one, and it won a gold, right? If you're having one, um, I would put it up against any in the, in the country or in the world if you're having one. Yeah. Uh, but it was one where you would maybe peel off after one or two. Uh, and what I feel like we've got here is, in my eyes, still, um, and we'll find out, I guess, uh, when and if right. we ever enter an awards again. It's still an award-winning b- beer, uh, but now I'm going to have a few more of them. Yeah, yeah and it's, it, to me, it's, it's, the palate is just much more pillowy. You yeah. know, like there's more, there's more mouthfeel, but it's also at the same time kind of just 
fluffy. Fluffy. Yeah, yeah kind I, of. I don't uh, know why, but I really I, love like pillowy as a like, yeah. descriptive word for beer. It's yeah. so accurate. So next, I, uh, next time we, yeah. we print labels, we'll just put uh, crisp citrus, subtle spice, pillowy. and pillowy. pillowy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, when I sent you that email, I was like pillowy, and I spelled it, and I was like, I'm not even sure if this is actually a real word. <laughs> now we're rolling with it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that, Jen. So so we decided right at the same time of, um, okay, we've changed the recipe. Um, it's a completely different beer. We all agreed one thing, right? Now we just got to get consumers to know that it's a new recipe, and the only way they're going to know that is by trying it. So how do we draw their eyes to it? How do we push this from a marketing perspective and get consumers to retry this beer uh, for those that, that have had and either loved or maybe didn't love the original? Mm-hmm. Um, and we started with the cans. So that was kind of the first thought. Uh, so talk through the rebrand or refresh of our of, of the the can labels, um, where we started with that, and then how we got to where we are. So there were a couple of things we really wanted to do with rebranding our labels. One was just keep with that clean, white, uh, sort of modern style of beer label, but also we have a part of our logo that we had never had on our, lab- on our labels before. Excuse me. And um, we, we just have this beautiful new sign on the front of our tap room, where, which is our full logo. And I, I think it really speaks to the vision, more of the vision of who we are. And I think... Um, when you say full logo, you're referencing so not just the words of Sonder Brewing. It says the words of Sonder Brewing, but at the end of it, there's a, there's a record and with a hop on it. We call it the record hop, the five o'clock hop, if you will, because it points uh, about to five o'clock. And um, it, that is our full logo. We've never had that on the cans for, I don't know, a number of reasons. But um, we really wanted to add that to the cans and make it a focal point and simplify um, the label a little bit. Sometimes labels can get really busy. Sometimes it's great and amazing. We felt like ours needed to be simplified a little bit more to really speak to uh, the fullness of our brand. And we decided with this changeover of the Blanc recipe. It was a great time to look at all the labels, but start with Blanc. And I had never really been 100% happy with the Blanc brand image as it was. Um, For anyone who works in packaging, you'll notice usually um, the, the imaging is active and not passive a lot of times. And our Blanc label, in my opinion, was a little passive. And we wanted it to be a little bit more active. So we added uh, an angle to the letters that we didn't have before. We cleaned it up a little bit. Uh, We shifted around where the um, orange slice part of the logo was. And we added this nice uh, sort of fresh light blue color to um, the text that says the flavor profile, basically, the crisp citrus and subtle spice. Mm -hmm. We adjusted the orange color a little bit to make it um, stand out on the package, but be, I think it reflects somewhat like sunlight and. uh, Chase and I were just sitting in the sunlight with the can, and I would definitely agree with that. It's it's it's, like a matte orange. It's summertime, but even though this is a beer that you will literally drink all year round, I do feel like it has this feeling of like being at the beach or being, you know, going, going skiing and just being outside and the freshness of what the outdoors is. Um, And that's kind of what we, what we wanted to get out of that label. So what, what I see when I see this label that I didn't necessarily see with the old one, um, the original labels that we had uh, is what jumps out to me is that citrus character, which is also jumping out in the beer versus the original Blanc recipe. I would say the original Blanc recipe definitely lent, as we discussed, lent itself more towards the spices and less on the citrus. And I would say that this beer definitely has more of that orange peel characteristic. It does. And the label reflects that to me. So the orange, as you mentioned, the orange logo that's a part of the Blanc brand uh, has been repositioned. um, And that, and I don't know if it's just the reposition or, or if it's, um, the the orange color, I, I leave all of that to you as the expert. But to me, when I see the label, not only does the record hop logo just pop, man, and, and stand out. Danny, you've said frequently that if we can get to a point, and, and we knew we weren't there at launch, no one is, 
But if we can get to the point where our record hop logo is synonymous with the Sonder brand, we've won, right? That's a win. And, and getting there on this label, man, you can't miss it, especially when you have a six-pack there all together. It is, it is beautiful. Um, the other piece I would call out, and Jen, this is um, you were able to, to do this with, with the can. Um, you and Danny, I know this was many hours of work, um, kudos to you guys. Um, primarily, again, the two of you, right? I, I can't stress this enough. Most companies have branding agencies, and they have 15 to 20 eyes looking at this stuff all the time. Um, and it, this was primarily the two of you. Uh, what you were able to successfully do is get the Sonder brand and the Blanc brand visible together, but still knowing the Blanc brand present, living coexisting with Sonder, yes. right? Which is yes. tough to do. The verticality of it's great. I think that's my favorite part of the rebrand. I love the record hop. I think it really pops off and the white cans are so on brand for us. But the fact that you can now, it, the stuff that was always interesting to me at our old job, Justin, was like evaluating where's, where people's eyes go when they're looking at certain things, whether yep. it's a menu or a shelf or a specific package. And I think the thing that we were struggling with for a while was how do we get Sonder Brewing on the front of the can but still emphasize the beer itself, right? So I think we got to this sweet spot of having Sonder Brewing up top and all of our labels are going to look like that, but you're still drawn to the Blanc brand when you look at it, like when you pick up a can for the first time. And just the fact that now there's not any right or wrong way to face it, there literally just is one way. Well, not only that, you're looking at the front of the can and you know you're looking at the front of the can. That's right. That's right. Or or if it's twisted a little bit, guess what you're going to get? That giant record hop that's going to slap you in the face, right? And you can't miss the record hop. I I think the thing that I'm most excited about with our with the refresh of the package is the the simplicit the simplistic focus of the fact that in my eyes, our brand, Sonder Brewing as a whole, is that every person, every beer has a story. And to me, this, this refresh really focuses on this beer's story, right? You've got Blanc front and center right there. Saunders a part of, you know, the, the, the parental nature of the story of this beer. But then, but then, oh, by the way, right on the bottom, crisp and clean, not stuck in a, in a border at the top, right there, the definition of Sonder, which at the core of it is who we are. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I think, the thing I love the most is if you're looking at this, I, I love uh, subtle nuance on a package. Um, and, and I think as people pick this six-pack up and they pour that can, I imagine, Jen, as we used to do, sit at the island in your kitchen all the time, and we would pour a can, and generally you would look at it, and then we'd pass it around and we'd look at it. I think this is one where as, as people are passing that around and they're looking at the can, they would look at that definition at the bottom and there's no, it leaves no question who we are. Well, and it adds so much depth too, right? Because sure. now you have this like deeper understanding of who we are as people and who we are as a brewery, right? Because a lot of people are like, oh, what is Sonder? What does Sonder mean? And we're more than happy to explain it to them. But now you can't pick up a can and not, you, like, you're not going to miss that. That's right. It's small, and it's, but it's very defined on the bottom, and it's a white can, so you can't miss it. It's funny, I, I keep staring at this can now, and it was such a daunting thought, however long ago it was, to mm-hmm. like, oh shit, we're going like, to rebrand. Like, we're not just doing a new Blanc label, we're not just adjusting the previous Blanc can. Like, we're, it's going to be a slow rollout, but you know, we're doing a full rebrand, and it was scary at first, right? Because we're still a new brewery, and people pick up our beer for the first time every single day. Yep. So for us, it felt like a lot of pressure to make sure that we got it right because this is what we're going to be rolling with for the foreseeable future, right? You can't, yeah. you can't do a full rebrand every year, every two years, you know? So, uh, but I just love the way that it came out. I'm so happy we did it, and I think it, it couldn't have gone better. And luckily, the we're recording this on Monday. This will come out on Wednesday, and, you know, it's hitting the market tomorrow, so it'll be in package, you know, for people to see in person tomorrow, but... Uh, the small amount of feedback that we've gotten has been great. I think we took a lot of different feedback from everyone in the company, but we were able to kind of hone in on what we were hoping to do and just 
kind of come up with the packaging that we felt comfortable with that was still on brand for us. And I like the, your, your verbiage of refresh too. Yeah, it's it's definitely refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not completely different. No, it, it's still at the core of it. It's still who we are, which is that clean white label. Jen, can you talk a little bit about that? Why is that so important to us? Because it is, right? That clean white label that's simplistic, it's sleek. It To me, it, it screams... Um, I don't know. It's it screams uh, uniquely crafted. It does. It it does speak to the uniquely crafted. I, for me, um, it takes away all the things that you can have as a brewery that are um, just personality, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know, and and I'm not going the the breweries that are doing that for themselves, and they can speak to that like crazy art on the can or there's there's something and that's their personality that's great but we really 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 wanted our beer with chase as, as our director of brewing to speak for itself kind of and and i feel like i didn't want the label to distract from how amazing um and and true to style we try to make all of our beers without as much without flaw and as much without distraction as we can. I, I feel like so many people who try our beers for the first time, they're like, wow, it, it's just really good. Like, and they can't even always put into words, but they know that it, it's just simply good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it, it's different than, you know, a, a lot of places. Again, and to anybody who does that, that's fine. That's their personality. But that wasn't really our personality. It wasn't really who we wanted to be. It really wasn't. Bingo. Bingo. So you just said it, right? There's no right or wrong way to label a can. No. Um, but this, to me, just speaks to who we are. Chase, why don't you elaborate a little bit? So from your perspective, you know, being around from the beginning, um, you know, going from four of us sitting on yeah. a couch in Jen's living room to where we are today, you know, it seemed like the one thing that all of us agreed on day one was we want the labels to be clean. clean. We want the yeah. brand to be clean. Yeah. What does that mean to you, or, or why is that important to you? Uh, because it just showcases that, you know, like we are a brewery, and, and we're here to, to make beer. And, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm a, a different breed because I don't, I don't necessarily – Put a lot of thought, to be honest with you, and I apologize, Jen. But <laughs> it's I okay because I don't put thought into the recipes. So. <laughs> we have our place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're never going to let me brew, right? Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, let's never say never. Let's, yeah. let's stick with that relationship. I like <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. That's Chase good. makes We're it, good. and we'll put labels on Ooh. it. Ooh. Jen, Jen brews and creates a recipe, and Chase creates the label. All right. <laughs> Ooh, and it's the same. Yeah, the same beer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so from my perspective, uh, not to cut you off and cut me off if you want to dive in deeper, but from my perspective, the piece of it that, that is beautiful to me is that the four of us are, are very different um, at the core yeah. of it. Just like every person, every team member of our company is different. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the brand of who Sonder is is that we all still belong. Yeah. Well, it's not a gimmick for me. It's not, you know, we're not you know, which is fine for, you know, whatever it, it, it is what it is, but especially beer like this, where it's just, I don't know, kind of a, a, a light, crisp, drinkable beer. Um, but honestly, what I like most about, about this label is, um, it makes me feel like when I, when I look at it and I read, you know, Sonder the noun, um, and what it represents, it makes me feel more, I don't know, open to be like the weirdo that I, that I am, yep. you know, and I'm just like, all right, I'm, I am uniquely crafted. Everybody, everybody is uniquely crafted and they all have their, their own, you know, own shit going on. And, um, I don't know, it kind of, it kind of opens you up to be like, just be yourself essentially. And yeah. Yeah. who cares? Like if people are going to judge you, let them judge and you know, the hell with the rest of it. I completely agree. And what's wild to think about is that that's the brand. Yeah. That's who we are. That's not the Blanc brand. That's the Sonder brand. Yeah. But the Sonder can, this, this, this giant white space on a label, being mm-hmm. able to slap everything in between basically these three corners, right? Sonder at the top, record up at the right, and the definition at the bottom. Being able to slap whatever you need in the middle there is going to mm-hmm. fit. That's the brand. That's the core of it, right? And, and there's, there's immense beauty in that. And, and I don't, you know, for all of the 
fun that we're going to have in the next month, two, three months launching this beer, that matters, right? That's the core of the company, and Blanc is kind of the linchpin of starting that. There's so much beauty and simplicity in my mind, you know? I think that uh, maybe this is a bit of a tangent that we don't have to go down, but there's so much noise and so much uh, extracurricular things in beer right now that I think that, you know, if we carve out this niche of just having really good, solid beers, especially the four core beers that, you know, people are going to regularly be able to pick up and actually always be able to pick up, you know, having our brand be the simplicity of, you know, a white label, you know, everyone's uniquely crafted. I think that Blanc is the perfect beer to start off this rebrand. Yeah, and it's not even, it's not a niche, it's just, we are. Yeah. yeah, We're we're going to make good beer. We're not, we're not going to release bad quality beer. We're just, we're just not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I do love this new label. It, it's actually probably one of the more nervous recipes and beers that we've released in a long time because there is so much emphasis and focus on it because you know, we drew the line and said, "Yeah, we're going to we're going to rebrand it. We're going to mm-hmm. be ahead of the fact that we're completely changing the recipe." Um, so it was kind of like a recipe that I I think I I tweaked it 50 times and then the the two days before brewing I tweaked it again and um, so it was a, it was a more nervous beer. I mean, I get nervous over every, every beer, especially in the beginning, but it kind of, you know, fades away a little bit as you get, you know, more, you know, recipes under your belt and, you know, but, uh, this one was, uh, more of a, you know, one that I thought about a lot at, at, at night because of just the fact that we were going all in with it and rebranding it and. Well, and, and I think it's important to say, like, we're not we're not doing this because this beer wasn't selling. Like, this is one yeah, of that's our great. beers that's a great that yep. people do love. But we wanted more people to try it. Yeah. You know, well, we, and, we and, want more people to try it. That's exactly right. That's the exactly best, right. It, it, the best story that needs to be told about this whole rebrand is the fact that we had a however long operation meeting talking about this, and at no point were we ever concerned that the beer was going to be bad. No, That's no, right. no, no, no. So we were not only we were like we spent hours and hours talking about. Well, and we were setting budgets, so we'll get into that in just a second. But yeah. but we're doing a full market push on this, right? I just got goosebumps. That's so true. We we were like we're going to spend this much on these, and we're going to do new glassware, and we're going to launch this, and here's the label, and this, and then and then I think we were two and a half hours in, and I just looked up and I was like. Hey, guys, do you realize we've been, you know, this is such a testimony to Chase and your team. Do you guys realize we've been talking about this? We're talking about spending all of the monies on it, and we've never once questioned what the beer was going to taste like. Just because we knew, Chase, that you were going to get us there, and you did. Honestly, the product that has been delivered in front of us here. This is important to say, especially after hearing, because I, I lived it with you. We went back and forth on this. You're like, well, do you th- what do you think about this and this? And, and I could see and sense and feel the anxiety from you on it. Um, and, man, it was all, it, I can say it was all worth it. Hopefully you felt like it was all worth it. Yeah. The product itself is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's, 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 it's cool, too, because I did not babysit this beer. I mean, I'm, I'm not on the floor as yep. much as I, as I was, for sure, at all for some days, for some weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a, a recipe created, sent out, have all the faith in Luke and the guys. How cool is Matt, that? Matt, Ben, cool is that? Jeff, That's Dylan. Awesome. And they, their hands were all over this. I did not touch this beer at all. That's so awesome. So it's a, it's a testament to, to those guys uh, just, you know, making you a really good beer. You have an expert team, and, you know, you said you tweaked the recipe about 50 times. We tweaked the label about 50 <laughs> yeah. times. So, like, we were matching your energy. Like, and that's the cool part about all of this, yeah. too, is that why I'm so excited about it and why, like, this week has kind of been, like, a breath of fresh air. We all leaned into it. We're all excited about it. And it took an entire team to, you know, get this ready to go. And, you know, time will tell if it works. But I think we're really excited about it. This is our first time as an organization – um, that we are launching something on what I would deem or, or in my past, uh, in my past uh, consumer packaged goods days that I would call something that we've done a full campaign launch. Yeah. Um, we talk about it a lot, right? We, we've, we've deemed stuff uh, full campaign in the past. It's nowhere near what we're doing here. Um, and it makes me excited because one of the things that, that we know that we're gapped on, uh, that we're in, in trying our best to improve upon moving forward now that uh, the world is seeing a bit of, uh, of what we feel is, is normal, again, um, is 
is creating our brand outside of Mason, Ohio, outside of, of this tap room, right? We, we have beer on tap at over seven, or, or available in over 700 locations from the Ohio River north to Columbus. That's such a big number. It's crazy. It it's, is crazy. It's <laughs> 752 <laughs> locations I think we've is, sold yeah. to, which is awesome. That's bananas. Um, and, and now um, our amazing sales team is doing a great job of garnering more permanent handles and, and reorders and draft is picking up. And, and so what we're trying to do now is, is get our brand with a further reach to consumers who don't have to say, what's Sonder or where's Sonder again? And we're kind of, again, just like our package refresh, we're starting this with Blanc. And, um, you know, it's no secret, you betcha is, is, is our top selling beer um, outside of our tap room. And, and, and I'm, I suspect that for a long while it will continue to be. Um, spoiler alert, one of the reasons that, that not only are we bullish on Blanc as a brand, but the style of white ale is it's over-indexed everywhere outside of Cincinnati in the country, uh, or, or said differently, there's less white ale consumed in Cincinnati versus the rest of the country that we feel like will catch up. Mm-hmm. And um, so we obviously believe in the style and, and <laughs> hitching our wagons to Blanc within this style is something that we feel pretty strongly about. So I'm just hoping I'm right. Well, yeah, you've, you've been driving this bus, as, <laughs> as have I. I mean, again, we've talked a lot about Allagash White, right? But Allagash White, if you go to the north, northeastern parts of the country, it's a, it's a top five selling beer brand in seven states. It's a well-made beer. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's, it's made in Maine, but it's a top ten beer sold in Chicago, yeah. right? It's, it's everywhere in Chicago. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I believe that this style will catch up to the rest of the country, or, or catch up to Cincinnati at least. Um, and, and obviously Blanc is a beer that we feel like, you know, we can, we can win with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that said, what we've decided to do is lean into this brand and the Sonder brand in market, pushing this beer and trying to drive trial of the new recipe, the refresh of our labels uh, in the marketplace. So... We've got, uh, Danny, I'll let you kind of take the lead a little bit on this, but we've got beautiful new glassware. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about why we chose this and, and um, what the plan is with, with kind of driving that. Yeah, I think the underlying thought is that, you know, we're obviously incredibly bullish on this beer. You know, we're all excited about it. We know how good it is, and we know how much people are going to like it. It's just a matter of getting people to try the beer, right? So the big thing over the next couple months is just getting people to pick up this beer, whether it's here in the tap room on draft uh, to go from the tap room or even at, you know, your box stores like Kroger, Meyer, um, Whole Foods, and then just your local bottle shops, your local liquor stores. Like this is a core beer for us. It's pretty much everywhere you can get Sonder. So the big thing for us is just making sure that, you know, people know that this is a new recipe, but it's an it's just something that we're leaning into. So... Uh, We're having Blanc Weekend this weekend. So you're listening to this on Wednesday or later. If you pop into the tap room on Friday or Saturday for 8 bucks, you get a pour of Blanc, and you actually get it in the Blanc White Ale tulip glass. You get to keep the glass, which is pretty cool. Uh, It's really great branding, and, you know, it is a very traditional uh, glassware. Uh, What's the the phrase that we use? Um, Correct glassware or? Proper glassware. Proper glassware, yeah. yeah. So this is the proper glassware for this beer. So if you do plan on taking a six-pack home, it's the best way to drink this beer. Um, you'll see our bartenders rocking Blanc shirts all weekend. Uh, and you're going to see some events from us too, some tap takeover type events here in the coming month months. And we'll keep you updated with that too, just as far as, you know, maybe you aren't in the Mason area, but you like our beer. We'll be in your neighborhood, you know, tasting this beer with you. So stay tuned. Chase, Chase, why explain that a little bit? Why why does the proper glassware matter so much, especially for a beer like this? Well, I, I think I said this before. I'm not a huge glass snob. I, I'm usually pretty content with just having a pilsner glass for everything, which I know a lot of people are like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> um, I, I mean, when you have pilsner glasses like ours, I get it. Well, <laughs> well, on that well, note, this glass is sexy too. It is. It's very cool. But, I love this. But this glass. beer, actually, I actually, I, I, I feel bad now because Joe's here. Who, if you guys are podcast listeners, he's he's visiting again, and 
I gave him a Blanc out of the can, and we drank it out of the can. And now that I'm drinking out of the glass, I was like, yeah, I forgot. This <laughs> this beer definitely needs to be poured in a glass. Yeah. Um, Joe's in the audience right now, sitting in the background, yeah. drinking yeah. out of a liter mug, by the way. Our, so our, I think our, you're okay. Our yeah. one-person uh, live <laughs> studio audience. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, it it definitely needs to be poured in a, in a glass. It does. It it's it's funny because I just did that, and it tastes so much better when it's poured out. It just releases a lot of those esters and phenolics and the aromas that are just it's, hidden within again, the Again, it goes back to, for me, it's the citrus character. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, when I pour it in a glass, yeah. man. It's like straight orange it's, peel to it's, me. It's funny because when Daniel started talking about the glass, I was like, man, I, I gave Joe in a, in a glass or in a uh, can. I got to get a glass for him to pour it in so yeah. he can actually. Grab one upstairs. One. Yeah. Yeah. Establish the uh, uh, the connection to the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely important for, for a style like this. I'm, I'm fine drinking Rally Cap. Steenies, you know, out of the can all all day. Um, but for for this, uh, not only with uh, the yeast that's still uh, in this beer, um, it, it it needs that pop of the phenolics to kind of get released and the esters just to get released, and um, also that it it's uh, to get the CO two to to knock out a touch too. I think it's just good to release that carbonic acid a little bit to make it a little bit more. Uh, really pillowy and more mouthy and more drinkable. Yeah, and these are actually so they're slightly bigger than sixteen ounces. So it's when you get a pour in the tap room, yeah, it's going to be perfect. It's going to have a nice frothy head on it. Uh, the head retention on this beer is incredible. It looks beautiful in the glass too. Like really Blanc, does. Blanc has always been one of my favorite beers to picture. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much if you've seen like any of our just beers, like what I'm, if I'm taking pictures of beer with food. Um, or of like some of our bartenders pouring it. Uh, it's typically either Blanc or You Betcha, just because I feel like those look the yeah. best in a glass. But and this beer is yeah. gorgeous. It's slightly lighter than the previous one. Uh, it's like great, like orange straw character to it. Very yeah. light. It lo- it looks great in a glass. And the Blanc White Ale pops really good. We were a little worried about that, just because you know. The word blanc means white in French, so we felt like it was the best thing to do was to put the writing in white on the glass, uh, but it really pops. You were really driving the bus on that one. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> it's hard to put it in black when you it means put, white. Uh, you can't blanc font, blanc font with the word white. Yeah, we right? like, for like a hot sec, we considered black because black obviously would pop the most, but I was like, if we put the word white in black font... <laughs> On a glass, it's gonna be all I can think about. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's gonna ruin it for me, and like it, that's just a mental OCD thing that I would have never been able to get over. But mm-hmm. I'm happy we went with white. Um. So so you you mentioned uh, some events in mm-hmm. in market, right? Uh, we're being a little quiet about it right now because we're still trying to identify where that's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have um, a lot of things in the works in the background. Just follow on social media; you'll see it all from us. Yeah, and and uh, you know we've got some stickers, and we've got you know our team, as you mentioned, will be in t-shirts. So um, I think the biggest thing I would say is if you're in the area, um, get out here Saturday or Friday or Saturday, um, and give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, give this beer a, ch- uh, a, a shot. Uh, retry it. If you've tried the old one, the original one, um, try the new one. And um, and I I don't think you'll be disappointed. Agreed. We're basically giving you a glass for two bucks. That's a good point. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, if you want to pay for it full price, it's fine. It's, right. it's $7 for yeah. a, a, an extra I mean, one. it will be $5 after the weekend, so you might as well capitalize. Is it, I think it's 7 right? Are we doing 7 I think it's 7 Oh, we're 7, seven. Yeah, yeah, definitely 7 I think it's seven. Is if you guys, if you guys missed seven. the old blanc too, let us know. We'll we'll remake that at some point. I still got that that's, recipe. That's basically imperial blanc. Even though it's even though it's not more ABV, yeah. it just feels like it's just more. Right, it like is. This one just feels yeah. like a little less. I think that's important to be said too. Like, kick you in the mouth a little. Yeah, we didn't change the recipe because the old one was bad. Like, that's right. The old beer was a phenomenal said, yeah. beer. Uh, we just felt like to have a year-round core option like this, it should be more palatable, a little lighter, and just you know a, a tad bit more for the masses in a good way. For sure. And the other thing I want to say is uh, we've talked about uh, a full-on package refresh for the entire brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have some old labels, original labels for our other core beers still in-house that we're, we can all the time, right? A couple times a week in some cases. Yeah. If you see the original label of... Uh, anything outside of Blanc at this point. So right, right. Um, you betcha Voss, you betcha Voss record, hop. record Hop. That's not old beer. 
No. Um, we are, we are to, as Danny mentioned, we are slowly phasing in this, this package refresh. So Yeah, it would be irresponsible for us to throw out all the labels that we already have in-house. You know, look at you, look yeah. at you talking financial terms, well, Danielson. Well, well, also, I mean, but also for environmental purposes, we, don't, we already have them printed. We don't, we don't want to just waste them and put them in a landfill somewhere. And our, our date's to, on the bottom of the can, too, so you can always yeah. check that yeah. out. That's for sure. My, my head was actually at the, like, you know, just being environmentally friendly. Like, there's no point in us throwing out old labels, especially stuff of core beers that we are, like, canning, you know, two, three, four, sometimes five times a month. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so you'll, see that, you'll see that phase in of our new brand, um, I would say, slowly over the next uh, probably three to four months. Yeah. Um, All the new labels we order will be with the new brand, sure. and then... Actually, uh, I think it's going to be quicker than that. I think it's going to be yeah. probably in the next month you'll see a lot of them roll out. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, is there anything before we get into our final segment, uh, is there anything that the three of you want our listeners, our consumers, our fans to know, um, maybe as it pertains, not just to, to Blanc and the new recipe or the new, the new package, but, uh, to the Sonder brand as a whole. I think we've done a great job of, of touching on it, but I just always want to kind of give that last minute for anyone that might have anything that they want to share. Uh, I'm just, I'm really excited. I think that, you know, I learned a lot through this process. Uh, I think we all did. Um, Jen was spectacular throughout all of it. Uh, I learned a lot from her over the last, I always learn a lot from her, but specifically over the last couple of weeks, I've learned a lot. Uh, I'm just excited that, you know, you're not going to be able to miss these cans. Like you can, yep. you can stand at the end of a 30 foot beer aisle and Sonder will be in the middle, and you'll see our five package products in the middle because the white's going to stand out. It, you know, we used to call it the billboard effect in our CPG days. You know, you can't miss the Sonder billboard now. Um, I just think that, you know, you live and you learn so much. It's amazing to think that, you know, we're still in, this is year three. We're two and a half years in. We've learned so much, and we've grown so much. So just taking all of that, I'm proud that we took all of the things we've learned over that time and put it into this label, put it into this beer, and, you know, it kind of shows the versatility of our team and our commitment to putting out the best product possible. And just know that every detail was thought through. Like, there's not a single thing on this can, whether it's missed, not there, or is there, changed, or whatever it is, you know, it, there was thought process behind all of it, and... I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of, you know, how this went and I'm excited for the next couple of weeks and I'm excited to see the feedback of all of it. And our, and our sales team did a great job of keeping us informed of things they were hearing and seeing in market as well, which, yeah. Yeah. which led to a lot of this. Yeah. For sure. Um, what I was going to say, it, it led me to it after you said that, but based on my consumer package goods days before, um, we would, most companies I worked with would go through some sort of package refresh not not as fully as this, but but you know I just saw it with uh, for example, um, Jimmy John's uh, potato chip bag. So if you look at what it used to be to what it is today, it's a very similar. They changed their color bands at the top, just like we, I, I noticed it today, and I was like, "Dang it, they did it before us." Yeah. <laughs> um, but but package refreshes like that, we would go through that uh, at craft uh, brands would go through it every eight to eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just happy that that we made it to a package refresh, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's two and a half no years doubt. in, and we and we made it to yeah. a package refresh. It does yeah. feel like kind of a like a milestone. Almost it is. Like it absolutely, we, we is. felt like it was the right time, the right thing to do, and we stuck to it. Well, the word stale exists for a reason, right? Yeah. It it doesn't mean that that at the time of whether you're talking about a, a food product that uh, has been left open and it goes stale, or you're talking about. Um, from a brand perspective, a brand that looks stale, anything that goes stale wasn't stale to start, right? It's, it's just something that happens over time. Um, and, and change is not a bad thing. Change is, in fact, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the old saying, adapt or die, right? Um, for us, we are, we are, you know, adapting with where I feel like not only our brand is taking us, but where the industry is taking us and where... Um, the landscape is today. I'm, I'm yeah. use the word proud, Danny. I'm really proud of this. I've seen all all segments of our organization come together for this, and everybody is in the boat together, which is awesome. Um, you know, for me, my final point would be we're all in, we're all uh, we're all in on Blanc, um, 
and that's something that I, I don't think we could have said a, uh, you know eight months ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was where where do we where do we stand? We know X Y and Z beers are year round runners for us. Uh, what do we do with Blanc? And the thing I'm really excited about is we made a decision. Here we are. We feel really good about it, and um, and and we're all in it together. And I think that matters. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and and the beer's really good. The beer's really good. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy with how it turned out. R- really happy. Um, I guess my only final note to to the beer itself is, uh, if you're drinking out of a can, uh, definitely do you know three quarters pour with the glass tilted, and then the last quarter of it straight down the middle, and even you can even swirl the bottom of it if there's a little bit of uh, yeast that gets behind and put that yeast in there. It's good for you and gives more more flavor. Yeah. Ooh, that that's really good to know uh, because I've never thought about us never telling that. Oftentimes, people will leave the the yeast at the bottom. Yeah, I'm a weirdo. Like, so I actually I just ordered a. Uh, I was at one of my favorite favorite places ever to eat Zundo, which is just the best ramen. And since, like uh, Zundo, ever. if you would like to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> oh. you know, sup Zundo, you don't need to. Yeah, it just, <laughs> you're, you're, you're just that good. I mean, but, but and Taco there's Bell. a new one. I mean, Taco Bell's dead to me now. <laughs> No, well, but, but but seriously, if you want to sponsor this, <laughs> no, but Zuna's in Mason now too. Yeah. so there's a Mason oh, location. I'm check that Fantastic out. ramen. Yeah, very good. Nice. Uh, actually, Joe had it uh, yesterday when we had the girls and Joe was, in the background. Fun. Thumbs up or thumbs down for Zundo? Thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, I ordered a uh, um, a Hitachino Nest White Owl, and you know she started pouring it for me, and uh, I was and she like was going to take the bottle away. I was like, I'll actually I'll I'll, I'll just hold on to the bottle, and I put a little bit of beer back in and then swish it around and pour it back in. Like, <laughs> that fun fact was one, of the, was one of the beers that you used as inspiration. Yeah, that Allagash White, yep. um, Avery's Rascal, White Rascal. And Einstock. Einstock, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Danny, why don't you hit us with this last segment? What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar where it's not on the guitar? Is it something to get you through? All right, so you guys know the drill, right? Um, and obviously, everyone here is regulars, so no one gets two songs, okay? Just got to... <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been I'm gone you, for Chase. like the last like four. Ooh, do you want to give us nothing. two? No, but Joe can give one. How about, how about if yeah, Joe gives one from Perfect. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe can holler in one yeah. or pop up here. Um, Danny, you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, one of my favorite bands of all time released a new song, uh, All Time Low, Once in a Lifetime. Ooh. Ooh. I actually have not heard this song. It's really good. But All Time Low is... Um, yeah, I'm so happy. They're like one of my only like childhood bands like still making music. Okay. So whenever they make... They made a new song, or they, made a, they had a whole new album... Like, right at the peak of the shutdown. It was the per- most perfect timing of all time. Wait, who's okay. this? Who's this? All I'm time sorry. low. All time low. Okay. Uh, Jen, you got one queued up? Uh, you guys know. <laughs> I only listen to other people's playlists. Just whatever's there. I just yeah. listen to it. I'm, like, just like a radio nerd. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Um, I do like levitating. I, I think it's Dua Lipa. Dua yeah. Lipa. Is oh, I say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you got and it. And I always listen to the edited versions of everything. Just so you know, <laughs> I'm not an explicit person. <laughs> but, yeah. Chase? Oh, well, uh, so my sister was giving me a hard time a while ago about our playlist, and there wasn't enough females represented. <laughs> Who said this? My Brooke. Okay. My yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I can um, work on that. I have a couple of female artists I'm really into. I yeah, got, I got a couple. So I was, I was gonna, I, I, I'm gonna change it up because what Danny said about childhood. I probably one of the the most listened to CDs I've ever listened to is uh, probably uh, TLC, um, uh, Red Light District, I think, or Creep CD album. Okay. Um, I think it's Red Light. It's, I think it's Red Light District. But is that the is that the album? Red Light District, the one with Creep on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's. Yeah, it's called. What's it? It's got it's, oh crazy sexy cool, crazy sexy cool. Is crazy what it is. sexy cool is yeah. what you yeah. Anyways, that's um, the album name. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, had, it had yeah. creep and waterfalls on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Um, Danny, uh, TLC was a trio of uh, women hip hop. T-Boss. Oh, okay. It was. Left Eye. It was. Uh, Chili. Yep. Chili. Uh, I'll have to give it a listen. Have you never heard the song Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's is, that, is that them? Yeah, yeah. But that, but that whole album. No Scrubs? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. a different CD. I, well, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. yeah I'm talking songs. about their bangers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, TLC was legit. Yes. Okay. I listened to it a lot. <laughs> uh, that's why I know that. Crazy, crazy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> what song are you choosing? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Creep. No, you're fine. Creep. Creep was good. T-Boz left eye chili. He buys left eye chili. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Joe, holler one out. Do you have a song for us? Oh, I got a good time. Ooh, oh, good time. All right, good time. Moon. Good time by Nico Moon. Yep, got it. Um, all right, I'm gonna throw out uh, Danny a song that I've been. Uh, I'm going. I've been on a hip hop train. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, so I'm. Throw- <laughs> I'm throwing out uh, "Astronaut in the Ocean." Oh, that's a good one by Masked Wolf. Yeah, Masked. Masked is a hard word for me. <laughs> the Masked S- the, the wolf. SK is tough for you. <laughs> yeah, I is. get it. <laughs> it um, have wolf you heard that song? Yeah. It's a banger. It's actually big on TikTok. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Are you secretly on, t- on TikTok? Yeah. TikTok? I, I am. I'm not secretly. Justin might be. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. I don't even have to. You can search You're my turning apps. so red. <laughs> <laughs> you can search my apps. I, I've never been on the app t- TikTok. I promise you that every single person under the age of 24 has heard that song before. Really? Because yeah. of TikTok? Yeah. Dang it. Do I have to give like another song? Uh, no. Okay. I, can't tell you, I can't tell you how many times we play, Brad and I play a song and Chloe's like, how do you know that song? You're not on TikTok. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> because the song is 30 years old. That's terrifying for me. Oh, wow. As God. a dad, that's terrifying for yeah. me. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. um, cool. Uh, well, I think. Uh, yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Have you ever heard this song? I don't think so. Really? Oh, it's a banger. Some, some of the songs you said earlier, I'd heard it, like Chasing Waterfalls, obviously. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, this is a classic. Uh, you know, uh, Timothy Labaru Cabaret, or whatever his name is, uh, no. play, plays for the Nets? Oh, yes. Well, his oh. initials are TLC. And so... <laughs> A podcast I listen to refers to him as Jason Waterfalls. Because <laughs> the song Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls so good. Um, Joe, get in here for this final toast, dude. Oh, Joe needs some beer. Oh, uh oh. We can make that happen. Well, we can just listen to a little bit of TLC here while we're outroing here. Mm. Ooh, this is such a banger. Yeah, I'm into yes. this. Yeah. All right, I, always, y'all. I always drink my whole uh, beer hey, before the end. Cheers to all of you and uh, to this uh, to this pretty monumental moment. We're excited. Cheers, cheers, cheers. guys. Cheers.